Hello everyone, Laura K. Buzz here, and I am it's just me chatting to the screen today because uh, this time tomorrow, maybe a few hours later than, than this, we will have had the first reveal of the PlayStation 5, and uh, it seems like this is going to be an E3 style, like, hour-long conference. We're going to see games, we'll probably see the controller and maybe even the box, and... You know, there's, there's a lot that I'm not sure, you know, whether they will or won't show us tomorrow, but today's really the last chance we're going to get to predict things, because anything could get revealed tomorrow, so if we want to get some fun predictions in, we've got to do it now before, you know, Sony spoils the fun and actually tells us what this uh, this console is. So, yeah, I, I think the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to chat a little bit about what I... Not necessarily what I expect will be announced tomorrow, but what I expect will be announcements between now and when the PS5 comes out, and tomorrow's the first time they could pop up, and then I'll open the floor to the chat, and we'll, we'll chat about whatever chat reckons. Um, so, first thing, I don't think this is going to be tomorrow, but I'm going to talk about it now anyway, just in case. Um, price. I feel like price is the big, big, big question mark point on this, because... Everything we are hearing about the PS5 and that we know on the record about it is very forward-thinking tech-wise, um, trying to be future-proofed. Um, if you watch through that very lengthy tech breakdown that uh, Sony did with, um, I think it was a GDC presentation that they ended up just putting up online, the solid-state drive in particular is one of those components that makes me think this is going to be a very pricey console. Um, they are shipping a console with an SSD that is so market-leading that it's got... They, they don't know exactly when you'll be able to consumer purchase them. Like, to buy one of that spec will probably be several months after the console itself has launched. And that is the... the, the that is one of the components that makes me go, this is going to be a real pricey box now. I don't think Sony can go above 550 US dollars at a push. Um, I, I, I'm basing this mainly on the disaster that was 599 US dollars for the PlayStation 3. Don't worry, you'll get a second job to pay for it. I think that that and the early sales struggles of the PlayStation 3 are probably still still near the surface for Sony. I don't think they want to get close to that 599 number if they can help it. Um, I would like to see in a perfect world I wouldn't want to see the the next gen consoles come come in at an entry level of more than $500 or £500 but I, 550 is I think the most they can get away with without people just digging into them uh there yeah um so let's let's talk beyond that and talk about when we think this thing's coming out um we know for a fact it's coming out somewhere between october and december probably it's coming out in the fall um i don't think i've seen some people say ah that's going to get pushed back i don't think it's going to get pushed back i think it will launch in that window in very limited numbers i think it's going to be a bit tricky to get a hold of like they they've already said that the initial production run isn't going to be as large as some of their past consoles, whether that's deliberate or because of the fucking state of the world right now, who knows, but I... 
I, looking, I've been looking over release dates for announced games that we know are coming out this year, and um, trying to get a feel for where that leaves an opening for new consoles. I fully feel this is going to be like, if I had to stake a guess, mid to late November, like somewhere around like the 20th to 30th of November would be my, is where I'm going to pin my flag. I my, my gut says that's sort of where we're going. Um, yeah, going back to price, uh, yeah, Sony has made active statements going like, it's gonna be a high-end piece of hardware. Yeah, which is, it, it's the only reason I feel like we might be closer to 550 than 500. Like, I, I feel like they're getting people to brace for this will be a pricey box. Um, so, in terms of stuff that I expect we will see tomorrow at the reveal event, um, I have some game predictions that I, I think are pretty predictable. Um, I think it's very deliberate that this reveal event is happening the day before reviews go up for The Last of Us 2, which I believe is Friday of this week, the review embargo. I think we're going to see some kind of um, next-gen support or next-gen port or, you know, uh, a P some PS5 version of The Last of Us 2 is probably going to get announced and talked about. Um, I fully expect we are going to get a teaser for a Spider-Man PS4 sequel on PS5. Um, I, I, I don't know if we will see gameplay, I don't know if we will see a trailer. Maybe all we will get is a souped-up um, port of the original on PS5, but I think that is one of the things that we will see at the reveal event, and my main reason for thinking that is it has been over and over and over and over again when they've been talking to Wired and when last year they were sort of giving the technical ideas to Wired, it's the game they kept coming back to in their tech demonstrations was, hey, look at Spider-Man on PS4 and you can cross the city like a thousand times faster than normal and sort of zoom across the whole thing and there's no pop-in. I feel like they keep bringing Spider-Man up as an example because it's, it's a big, colourful, open-world game that is like that was very well critically well received um i feel like they're gearing people up for sequel time on that i think that's where we're heading towards that uh one thing that i think is like a really solid easy prediction is that um bloodborne port for ps5 um there have been some very credible rumors going around that i person like i don't talk about I don't talk about rumour stuff very much, very often anymore, but I very much believe the rumours, and you, know, you can read into why I believe them or not, but I very much think the rumours of uh, the development studio QLock working on a port of Bloodborne for PC and PS5 is a real thing. I think we're going to see we're going to see PS5 Bloodborne talked about um, talked about tomorrow. I think that that will be. I suspect that'll be a launch title from from everything I'm hearing about how deep into development that port is. I think like an enhanced port of that game will be very very like a launch thing. Um, in terms of other game expectations, um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something to do with a Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. And again, I'm not saying all of these will be like day one, here's your killer apps for, for launch, but I think these are, I think that is going to be one of the titles that we see talked about 
tomorrow. I think that is going to be one of the like, hey, get excited, there's something new. I think that, I think that if Sony is smart, they're going to use tomorrow to basically take the, the big new hits they had on PS4 in the last few years that people are still sort of excited and energetic about, and go, hey, don't worry, there's more of that on the next console, even if it's just a 30 second CGI teaser trailer. Like, I I think they want to tease tomorrow, like Horizon's getting a sequel, Spider-Man's getting a sequel. God of War's getting a sequel. Like, the things that would be big, that would have been, like, I think, I feel like we should be expecting tomorrow the kind of scale of announcements that you expect out of a big E3 presentation in a console launch year. Like, it is, here's the stuff we already have that you like, more of it. Go, get excited. Um, I fully expect tomorrow we're gonna, we're gonna get some new IPs. Um, I think that the games that Sony has had the most critical and commercial success with in the last few years, um, at least first party wise, have all been new things they've put their backing behind, or or stuff that has reinvented the series they're working on. So I, I'm not, I wouldn't expect tomorrow to be entirely just sequel, 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 sequel. Um, yeah. Um things that we may or may not see tomorrow. I, I'm going to put my, my pins down on a couple of these, so controller? Definitely we've already seen pictures of the controller um, I'm going to make a bet here that I think we see more than one co controller colour tomorrow. Like, I think it's only going to launch with the white and black one that we've seen that people are a bit eh, on, but I think at the very least they will be like, hey, and in future, look at these other controller designs um, The box I don't know if we see the box tomorrow. Here's, here's my question for chat. We've seen dev kit images, or alleged dev kit images of the PS5, and it's shaped like a fucking letter V with fans going in all fucking directions. Do you think Sony is gonna ship a box that looks like that? Because I, I would fucking love to see it. I would love to see this weird V-shaped monstrosity be a thing. Let me pull an image of it up for anyone who's not seen it. Um, I'm going to try and do this in real time. Because this is not something that will... Um, yeah, let's, let's throw that in there. It might take a second. Oh, the joys of trying to do these things in real time. Uh, there we go. Yeah, so this is allegedly the PS5 dev kit. This thing that's shaped like a fucking letter V with fans in the middle. Um, I believe that's probably legitimate. That is probably a real um, a real dev kit. Let me go. There we go. Um, it's not... Uh, I've not seen anyone make a compelling argument for why you would have the fans in the middle and that whole setup. It certainly looks unique. It, it's the antithesis to uh, Microsoft's uh, approach with the Xbox Series X, which is make it a nondescript tower that you stick next to your computer that has... Look, it looks like a sort of square cylindrical computer tower. It, it's a nondescript box you put near your TV. The, this thing looks like that's a fucking games console. Video games play on that. <laughs> um, 
I, I have maybe a, a slightly out there prediction for tomorrow. Um, we know that PlayStation VR is going to be supported on PS5 and that your existing PSVR headsets will be supported. I think tomorrow we might at the very least get confirmation that there is a new model of PSVR coming. I There have been patents about wireless connectivity, there have been patents about a new redesigned feel for the headset with, with various uh, upgrades on it. If that happens, if they talk about VR at all tomorrow, I don't know... Hmm. If they talk about VR tomorrow, my biggest thing that I hope for is that they talk about, hey, here's a new Move controller that we will be producing in proper numbers, because if you've tried to get Move controllers for PSVR in the last year, you probably know they haven't made new ones really in a long time. And the ones that they do make that are new are hideously overexpensive, and a lot of the market that exists is secondhand PS3 Move controllers, and... The whole motion controllers for PlayStation VR market is really weird, and I hope that they take PS5 launching as an opportunity to make VR controllers accessible and available. Um, uh, Psychosim says, was PSVR successful at all in the chat? Let me have a look at what the, the numbers on PSVR were like. Uh, what are the estimated sales? Um... As of January 2020, the PSVR had sold 5 million hardware units, which is, you know, not an insignificant number, but it's also not... It's not, like, the majority of PlayStation owners or anything. Um, yeah, that's, that, that is as of CES 2020. Uh, that appears to be the number. So... Yeah, they've, they've said that they're going to support it going forward, and I still think that their approach of being one of the more financially accessible, decent quality VR headsets around is not a bad approach at all. Um, what else do we have? Um, hmm. Yeah. I... I suspect that... While I've made some predictions today about things like price and release date of the console, I think that I think Sony's going to leave that stuff out of tomorrow's conference. Uh, that would be my expectation. I think that Sony wants this to be their opportunity to go, hey, we realise we've been a bit confusing with our messaging. Games, uh, here's the box, here's the controllers, here's the games, 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 games. You know, here's roughly when you can expect it. But I, I don't... Hmm, I don't know if they want to be the ones to... They have historically tried to wait until the last possible minute to talk about those specifics, the things like price, because they can be they can be tweaked up until the last minute, and uh, it has historically gone well for them to wait until Microsoft has talked about that information and to be reactive. But also, this this year is a little weird in that we know that. Microsoft isn't having their big here's the first party games for next gen thing until July. Usually Microsoft uh, on a regular E3, Microsoft will sort of open the week, Sony goes next. Usually Sony don't have a chance to get out uh, up front and to set the tone. I do wonder whether Sony will play differently because they're going out the gate first kind of this time. Um 
yeah, uh, I'm curious, chat, what, if any, predictions you have. I want to hear about what you think, because, gosh, it's... This is our last chance to chat about this stuff before it all becomes real and official and formalised. <laughs> uh, ooh, that's a thought. I wonder if we will see, to any degree, a uh, redesigned user interface, whether that will be shown off, because... There's a few things that have been talked about with Xbox that I really hope we hear about tomorrow with PlayStation. Um, one of the Xbox Series X features that did get talked about was the ability to, for up to five games, at, at any one time, put them all into suspend mode and sort of boot them back up without having to like restart the game. Just have them hibernated, including if the console gets turned off and then back on. You can still jump exactly back to where you were rather than your last save. Um, that is a really cool feature that I hope we hear something about from Sony. Uh, I hope that we hear about the PS5, uh, those resistive controllers. I hope we get some concrete examples of what those triggers are going to be used for. And I hope we get confirmation that they are optional. They can be turned off because accessibility. Um, okay, kind of out there prediction. One big thing that they've been pushing about The Last of Us 2 the last couple of days is this idea that it has a ridiculously robust accessibility settings mode. Like, to the degree that um, they've got modes for people who are entirely 100% blind to still be able to play the game. They've got options for deaf players, they've got options for uh, motor control restricted players. They allow you to re uh, remap motion controls to button prompts. Like, I would love... like. On a personal note, I would love to see Sony go, hey, you know what we did with The Last of Us? That's a Sony-wide initiative going forward. We're going to try and do that with all our games. All of our studios going to aim for that. I don't think we'll get that, but it's a thing I would love to see, particularly given the timing of, you know, they're pushing this and Next Gen's about to come. Like, it's no replacement for the Xbox Adaptive Controller, but it would be a big move on Sony's part to, to make things better. Um, I'm having a look at the chat and seeing what people are chatting about. Um, Ranakel says, as an active non-player of games, the PS5's features related to not playing games by suspending them enthuse me greatly. Uh, Kiri Magic says, I wouldn't be surprised at two different models, a premium version with a disk drive and a light that's download only. Uh, here's, here's the reason I suspect that won't be the case, and this is my personal perspective. They've already said up front that they're going to have limited availability of hardware at launch. Um, I don't think that they fragment that market any further. I think that if they can only make so many by launch, I think they make all of them one skew. Like, I think they will all have the same memory size, the same uh, core set of features, just because they, they don't want to limit how, how many of the core thing they can make. That would be my guess. Um... King Jimmy says, only just turned in, did we say Horizon Zero Dawn 2? Uh, would we see an Elden Ring reveal? I wonder if it'll be a big indie presence for the PS5 reveal. So there's a few things in there. Um, yes, we did talk about Horizon Zero Dawn 2. I think that, based on how many years ago it came out, it's it's a real obvious contender to, at the very least, get a teaser trailer here. Um, Elden Ring is actually a really good shout, because that is 100% that's going to be a next-gen game. I think... I think we're either going to see it here, or we're going to see it at the July Xbox event. I think one of the console manufacturers will have 
tried to snap up Elden Ring as a as a thing that they go like, hey, look at, at this that you can play on our box next gen. Um, I wonder if it, yeah, indie presence is an interesting question because honestly, I I would be interested to see indie game support for the PS5, but I know that that's not what sells a next generation reveal. Um, if it's a handheld, you sell it on indie games because hey, all those popular indie games put on the go. But for a for a home console, it's I find it hard to picture what indie game would go. I would go, aha, yes, that is a next generation game that justifies my fancy expensive new next gen box. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt Lawson VO says God of War sequel would be nice too. Yeah, I kind of touched on this. I God of God of War. The God of War reboot did very well for them. I don't doubt that a, a sequel is in the works. Um, I don't know if it's a like, if if they show like a CGI trailer or something, it's gonna be, it's gonna be one of those like, hey, coming in twenty twenty two probably. But I I don't think it's beyond the realms of possibility that we get, you know, we get shown something that goes like, hey, hey, Kratos is coming back. Everyone, aren't you excited? This time you'll be able to see all of his old man wrinkles. Um, yeah. Uh, JD, JDI, or JDJ1990 says, I want the same things that I want from every console release. Full back catalogue, even if I have to pay a few quid for each game. It's absolutely possible, and doing it makes very, and not doing it makes very little sense to me. Yeah, so backwards compatibility is getting more doable by the generation. Consoles are changing up their architecture a lot less. They are basically specifically made PC architectures at this point. Um, Microsoft has already gone on the record to say most of their back catalogue of all Xbox games not only will work on the Xbox Series X, but they will have lower loading times, um, higher frame rates, higher resolutions, like without the developers having to go in and do extra work to achieve that. Now, I think because that's on the table, I think Sony definitely is aware of that desire. Um, they've historically had some of their past consoles have really weird finicky architecture that is difficult to emulate, or to emulate on a hardware level. Um, PS3 game support on newer consoles is uh, is a problem because they the PS3 is its own very weird thing that doesn't conform with modern console architecture. Um, it, I think Sony has to be chasing that. I hope that they try and keep up with what Microsoft is promising, but I know that they, they've made some weird choices with their consoles in the past that make it a little more um, difficult for them to achieve. Um... Yeah, uh, to King Jimmy, I, I think that indie games do really help out the launch year library for a console. I like I, I think that a console needs a good healthy indie library when it launches, but I think the key point is, if you've only got an hour to sell this as like the next generation of box, and particularly Sony has, you know, uh, Microsoft with the Xbox Series X have said, you know, for a couple of years we'll make sure we support, like, all our first party games will come to the, the Xbox One X as well as the Series X. Sony's going all in on, nope, this is a next-gen box, we're going to go right to next-gen, and 
I don't know how you sell indie games as part of, oh, hey, look, this is a must-have next generation. Jump on it right now. Here's things that your current console can't do. I think it needs those games. I don't think they show them off tomorrow. Um, yeah. Um... Unregistered 111 says, anyone think there's, like, any chance of seeing uh, so much as a glimpse or announcement for the next chapter of the Final Fantasy VII remake? Um, I kind of agree with you, Unregistered. I think it's unlikely. Um, I think that... How, how do I say this without spoiling anything about that game? I think because of the nature of how that game ends... And the fact that not everyone will have gotten around to it yet and found out that it ends the way it does, I think that any reveal you would do today for Final Fantasy Remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 would inherently have to give away how the first remake chapter ended. And I don't think that Square Enix is ready to do that in a teaser form. I think that they want to leave it at the very least, leave it until, like, it's been ported to consoles that aren't the PS4, because they have ports coming after 12 months. Um, on top of that, that game is years away from being ready. I don't hold your breath for it. Like, maybe next E3 you might get a, oh, heck, part two, CGI trail, oh, it's coming, and then nothing for a while. <laughs> um, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't expect it. Um... Yeah. Uh, King Jimmy says, if it's specifically only an hour, then yeah, I don't see there being much indie. Yeah, no, they've said an hour is, is the length on this one, which, with an hour, I fully expect it to be, here is the first party game lineup, here's a couple of big third party, like, reveals or first gameplay showings. There's maybe time for a little talk of, it's still coming this year, here's the controller, maybe we show you the box, maybe we tell you how much it is, but like, I don't... Part of me... <sighs> I don't know. My gut says not tomorrow, but I... Sony has been very weird with their whole production line, uh, timeline of how they've fed information about this new console out, so... Uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um... PsychoZim says, can you imagine Last of Us 1 remaster and Knack 3? Um, I think one of those is more imaginable than the other. I <laughs> I think the Twitch chat would go a little wild if Knack 3 got announced. I'm, I wouldn't hold my breath for a new Knack. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. This is going to be very different because, yeah, as has been pointed out in the chat, um, E3 conferences traditionally are like two, two and a half hours sometimes. They are long events, and this is this is not a full E3, this is an hour, and Sony are going to have to really get a move on to, to fill it properly. Um, yeah. Let's have a look. Uh, Kiri Magic says, do you think they might show some accessibility stuff? Sony have been behind Microsoft a lot there. Yeah, I kind of touched on this. Um, I would love... Okay. They're never going to do it, because this is their big moment to show off their next-gen console, and it's to talk about them, and they don't want to talk about their competition fucking at all right now, but 
in a dream world, I would I would love for them to go, hey, we're putting aside rivalry. Microsoft made a really good accessible controller. We have spoken to them and we have made our console support it. So if you want to buy that accessible controller and use it on your PS5, you can. I would never expect that tomorrow. I do not think that is even remotely a possibility, but I think that that would be the move they could make to go, hey, accessibility is more important than a rivalry between two companies over who makes the best game box. Um, I think more realistically, I, they might spend some time hyping up what Naughty Dog's been doing with their accessibility settings in The Last of Us 2, and I mean... I think it would be more likely we would see them talk about, hey, we're going to make that a standard across our studios, first party. That's more likely than here is support for that that accessible controller that Microsoft makes. <laughs> um, Rankel says, I'd expect a lot more indie representation on the PC gaming show later this week. Uh, yeah, no, that's going to be the place for a lot of indie stuff. Um, Although it's not going to be entirely indie stuff because um, we know Atlas is announcing something at it and all of the rumours sure sound like it's going to be Persona 4 Golden on PC dropping the same day on Saturday. So that's that's pretty cool. That's, that's, that, is, that is a lengthy, in-depth JRPG that it will be on, on PC apparently. Um, uh, hello Escalator Boy, it's going well. Um, I'm, I'm just hype for console reveal tomorrow. It's been a while since we've had one of these, like, big console reveals, and I always get real hype around them. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think this is about where we'll start wrapping up, but, uh, yeah, there you go. There's, there's about half an hour of my predictions. Um, I, I think, I think Spider-Man's gonna be, gonna be a big thing, because they keep chatting about it. I think Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, I think we are gonna get Bloodborne enhanced remake with more content as a day one launch title. I think we will probably see the box and we will probably see multiple colours of controller. I think it's only going to come in one SKU at launch and I am suspecting 20th to 30th of November somewhere between 500 and $550. I don't think they can go higher than that and I don't think they want to go lower than that, that range. Uh, thank you very much everyone for watching. I hope you've enjoyed. Um, I will be back later this evening doing a live stream. Um, I'm not entirely sure what yet. I know that IGN is doing some kind of reveal announcement at about quarter to ten. So I might be coming on to do a not quite live stream and talk about whatever got announced there. Or I might be doing a gameplay live stream of some kind. But check back in at 10pm UK, 5pm Eastern, 2pm Pacific. I will be streaming something else of some variety. Have a good few hours. I'm going to go record Pogquisition. <laughs> Bye.